Kansas City. There's a lot of things that we're known for all across the world. Music, beer, championships, and of course, our world famous Kansas City barbecue. But there's another thing that, well, maybe you aren't quite as familiar with. And it comes from someone with a very familiar name. Mr. K, Ewing Kaufman, is known as the founder of your Kansas City Royals. But also, his legacy started well before that. From the basement of his Brookside home, Mr. K formed Marion Laboratories, this exceptional company with some exceptional benefits like stock options and profit sharings that allowed his employees to enjoy the quality of life that Kansas City has to offer. As the company grew, some of those same employees would go on to start their own labs. And now we can say we have over 70 biologic companies in the Kansas City area today, innovating and cultivating right here in the heartland. And it's in that same spirit that we bring to you Innovation Festival. This two-day event kicks off with a conference for young career scientists as they come and check out Kansas City, our opportunity, and our civic community. And we wrap with a party. August 6th at Crowd Center, where we're joined by national headliners, the Black Pumas. We've got the Regrets, local artists, the Greeting Committee, and Dream Girl, along with 14 bands in total for Innovation Fest. It's gonna be a great festival unlike anything you have ever seen in Kansas City. It's Innovation Festival. Learn more at theinnovationfestival.com. Come together. Thanks for listening to the KC Morning Show. Attention gamers. What was that all about? Hey, you said you love video games. Yes, video games. Today is National Video Game Day. Pac-Man, Donkey Kong, World of Warcraft, Call of Duty, Mortal Kombat, Mario Brothers, Sonic the Hedgehog. Whatever your poison. A lot of you are pretty hardcore about video games. Happy National Video Game Day. Ready? Ready. Ready. Welcome to the show. Friday to the KC Morning Hoes. Fridays on your KC Morning Show. You know this show always styled by the homies over at Charlie Hustle. KCMS20 for 20% off in store and slash or online. They got a lot of new stuff out too. You want to look so fresh and so clean, clean? The solution is simple. Charlie Hustle. CharlieHustle.com or just show up like in store and use that code. On the show today, catching up with friends, hanging out with Spencer Toter. He is running for U.S. Senate. Running for U.S. Senate of Missouri. And my friends, if you're on the Missouri side, you have until July 6th to get registered for that August 2nd primary. On the Kansas side, you are the first to protect abortions, to protect reproductive freedom. So you have until July 12th to get registered to vote. It's a long time coming, but change gonna come. 
Change gonna come, but we gotta show up. And then we gotta hold these folks accountable. It's a process. Trust the process. After that, we wrap with a sports thing, courtesy of Benny Heiss, the managing editor over at BetSided, part of the Fansided.com network. I can tell you we talk sports, but that's a lie. Y'all know us. You know what we do. We went straight to the couch. Yeah, let's get a little existential. On a Friday, rate, review, subscribe, do that thing you do. Kansas City, you know I love you. Kitty says hello. Happy weekend. Let's weekend. A good day to be a Kansas Cityan. Always because of you, Kansas City. My name's Hartzell. We'll see ya in the morning. Bye. That was really a productive segment, wasn't it? The KC Morning Show. To me, being a leader means making change. So my campaign has been focused solely on that. We've raised over $50,000 for Afghan refugees that we donated to the International Institute, filling two storage containers full of supplies as well. We fed over 200 meals to unhoused military veterans on Thanksgiving. We've helped over 4,000 Missourians get discounted internet through the Internet Connectivity Act. We've helped over 600 families access the child tax credit, bringing people out of poverty and making sure that children had food in their stomachs. Most recently, we've helped over 10,000 Missourians apply for Medicaid through Medicaid expansion that they didn't know that they qualified for. And in the middle of a pandemic, it's essential that everyone have the health care they deserve. I believe in Medicare for all. I believe in fully funded schools. I believe in banning assault rifles. And I believe in the right to choose. I have spent the entirety of my campaign trying to make an impact in as many lives as possible. And that is what I will do in Washington, D.C. I'm Spencer Toter, and I approve this message. Spencer Toter, my brother, welcome back to the show. How you doing, man? I'm doing well, Hartzell. How are you doing? Doing better now hearing your voice. It's always good to hear from your brother. It's starting to get real, even more real than it was way back when. We've got a primary coming up. We got to get you to the dance, baby. Yes, right. We got 25 days to the primary. The primary is on August 2nd. It is absolutely essential that everyone get out to vote. I'm really proud that my team has been focusing on young adult voters and communities that have been left behind throughout our campaign. We actually got over 600 people registered to vote this past weekend before the deadline shut off. That's what we talk about when we talk about building democratic infrastructure, because that's what's missing right now. If you look at the problems, you look at the way the government is treating us and the way we are being suppressed and our voices are being squelched, it takes all of us coming together to rise up. And it takes all of us together making our voices heard. And my goal is to make my campaign a platform for other people's voices. And that's what we've been doing. And that's why we focus so much on public service and on being a true member of kind of civic leadership and making sure that people know that when they're not sure who to call when there's a problem, they can lean on our campaign and they can lean on the people who have been doing the work. And we're going to connect you to the resources you need. I think that's how politics should be. And, and so that's how I've been running my campaign. I mean, this thing, it ain't about photo ops with you, man. This is real. Like, this shit matters, and it's affecting us every single day, and it's getting worse in real time. I'm thinking about these recent Supreme Court decisions. This last term, Spencer, is going to go down as one of the most detrimental in U.S. history. I've heard you. I've heard you speak so passionately about this and so many other issues. What are you hearing from folks? Boy, I mean, honestly, Hartzell, most people are scared. Most people 
feel overwhelmed. Most people are trying to figure out how to focus on the things that they can control in their life, recognizing that we don't always feel like we have the ability to choose our own future and that that there are other things that determine what our freedoms are going to be. And I think the message that we've been trying to send is that as individuals, sometimes it doesn't feel like we can make a difference, but together we definitely can. And we're showing that on a daily basis by taking action now that's going to lead towards a win in August and a win in November and it's going to take us to the Senate. When I get to the U.S. Senate, we're going to take the action that we've been waiting on for so long to remove the filibuster. We're going to rebalance the courts. We're going to codify Roe. We're going to pass Medicare for all so everyone has access to health care. Because in a world where Jeff Bezos can take a rocket ship to the moon, no one should be going into medical debt or dying without health care. So we're really focusing on, on issues that matter to people. My personal most important issue is addressing climate change. I find it to be the existential threat of our time and that if we don't take significant action right now, we're going to put ourselves in a position where we have a planet that's unsustainable for human life. And as the father of an almost three-year-old, I can't imagine the trials and tribulations of not only our generation, but future generations in trying to deal with the world that we've given them. The only way we're going to be able to address any of these things is through the Senate by taking the voting threshold from 60 down to 50 so we can finally make the progress that we so desperately need. We're being ruled by a minority class right now that is full of extremists who have rigged a system to make it impossible for us to be successful and to survive. And the only thing stronger than that is the power of the people. So I got to ask, what makes you different than the other folks that you're running against? I'm not even talking about Republicans right now. I'm someone who very much believes that primary is for policy. So what stands you out from the folks you're running against to get the nomination so then we can move on and, and deal with the fascists come November? So on a policy basis, I would say that the two most contrasting differences are that Trudy Bush Valentine is not for Medicare for all. She's come out publicly repeatedly and said she's for caps on the cost of insulin and she's for increased tax rebates towards healthcare costs. I find that to be counterproductive and against everything that the Democratic Party should be standing for because healthcare is a human right. And in addition, her family's farm, Grant's Farm, the, the public park that they run, pays a $12.50 minimum wage. I can't imagine running for office and being a 20% owner of a facility that's paying people that little to do manual labor in, in that regard. It just, I find that to be discouraging and not in line with our values. Especially, and I don't want to cut you off, man, but when you are worth tens of millions of dollars and you aren't even living up to the principles that the party at this point is preaching, which we can argue is even too low at 15 an hour. No, absolutely. No, her family was valued at $16 billion. She's personally valued at a quarter of a billion dollars. She claimed that she made an income of over $30 million last year alone. And to be paying people $12.50 as the cost of gas is going up and we know how hard it is just to get by, I find disgusting and I don't find in line with democratic values. The other candidate that, that people talk about quite often is Lucas Kuntz. And there are several factors that are very discouraging about Lucas, particularly right now, in that he previously went on the record and ran for office stating that he was pro-life, not pro-choice, and that he was not sure about whether a gay couple should be married. And I cannot imagine a more important time for us to be fully resolved and to ensure that the people we're electing were always dedicated to those causes. I'm committed to this. I'm committed to ensuring that our children grow up in a free and fair world. I'm committed to making sure that democracy is more pure and just going forward and all of our voices are being represented. I appreciate your support in, in particular as, as one of my true good friends and as someone who is getting the word out that we can make change. And we have an event coming up. I think it's important that people hear about what we've got on the docket on the Kansas City side of things. On July 16th, I'll be at the Beer 
kindergarten in Kansas City for a pro-choice rally. We're expecting thousands of people to show up. We're going to be having some beer. We're going to be hanging out. We're going to be talking politics. We're going to be having a good time. I cannot wait to see you there, Hartzell. I cannot wait to get people engaged, to get people excited for August 2nd. It is just around the corner and is absolutely essential that we get every vote out there, every person out there making sure that their voices are being heard. Especially as we just move past the 4th of July. You know, we have so many of us that are really contemplating what it is to be an American in this moment. I think it's got to be more than just being rich and showing up for photo ops, Trudy. I think it's got to be more than fishing for the right algorithm on Twitter that's going to get a bunch of retweets and a bunch of outside money. Lucas, we need someone who who gives a damn. And my man, I appreciate you for giving a damn. So one more time, plug your handles, give us that website, break it down. Absolutely. My name is Spencer Toter for U.S. Senate. My website is spencertoter.com. That's S-P-E-N-C-E-R-T-O-D-E-R.com. You can find me at, at Spencer Toter. I'm on Instagram. I'm on TikTok. I'm on Twitter. I'm on Facebook with Spencer Toter for Senate. And if you go to my website, you can click the little floating head in the corner and ask me a question. I respond with video responses every day. This is about being accessible. This is about being there for people in our community. And this is about making sure that our voices are being heard. Very privileged to have the support of the St. Louis Young Democrats who endorsed me last week to be a Moms Demand Action Gun Sense Candidate of Distinction, which states that I am at the forefront of the fight against gun violence. And the endorsements just keep coming in. I think one of the most amazing things about this race has been the number of down-ballot candidates and other people running who have stepped up to endorse me, recognizing that their chances of winning are better with me on the ticket. That's where we are right now, and we're grinding away. We got 25 days. August 2nd is the primary. We need everyone to get out to vote. We need to make our voices heard. So I appreciate you helping us get the word out, Hartzell, and I will talk to you soon, my friend. I appreciate you, brother. Hey, real quick before I let you go, you a pretty good debater? I would love to see it. Hey, you know what? You get me a venue and I will debate anyone, anytime, anywhere. I I would absolutely love the opportunity. It is time for Missourians to hear what their candidates have to say. People cannot hide behind advertisements and Twitter that have been written by consultants. Missourians deserve to know what their candidates stand for. We do Toter Town Halls every week. If your folks want to tune in, hop on any social media channel. Our next one coming up, I believe it's from 6 to 7.30 this coming Monday. And we do these every week. We've spent an hour to an hour and a half and I sit there and I take every question and I answer it. It's unscripted. Never know what you're going to get, but you're always going to get honesty and an answer that you know that you can count on because I will do everything in the Senate that I promise now. I've already started doing the work. We just want to do it at scale.
the night Managing editor, our editor in chief over at Bet Sided, part of the fansided.com network. My brother Benny Heiss, what is going on? It has been too long, brother. It has been too long. Had uh, got a chance to, to travel a little bit. <sighs> Hartsville, I didn't want to leave Canada. I saw Benny and Elena on a boat. I was concerned. I was also jealous. How did you get to Canada? It was a place, honestly, like we had been planning on going to for like an anniversary trip for like two, three years. We were going to go before the world shut down in 2020. Like this is sort of like a, I don't want to say a bucket list trip, but it's like not terrible to get to. You just fly out to Calgary, you get a car, drive out another hour and a half out to Banff. And there's a little another area that we checked out called Lake Louise, which is just incredible scenery and like amazing hikes and i gotta tell you man like it was well worth it some of the most amazing nature and mountains and lakes that i have ever seen and for about a week or so i would kind of just 
disconnected from the world and uh, obviously got reconnected, unfortunately, way too quickly on the 4th of July because that, that shooting happened about five minutes away from, from where I grew up. So we were like in a, a coffee shop in Calgary, like just glued to our phone, like getting on Wi-Fi and calling friends and, and relatives and just making sure everybody was okay. So you kind of got that dose of reality right back very quickly. And I felt very far away even though I was far away, but you know, there's, there's that hometown aspect of it. So yeah, man, I, obviously a wonderful trip that, uh, you know, you got that reminder of just what happens in America, even when you're outside of America, but overall a, a very, very good and meaningful trip. Benny, I feel like you would thrive in Canada. I feel like those are your folks, right? I, I think there are a lot of our folks. Like they're good people. You know what's interesting too? Like if, since we're going down this road, and oh, we're this taking kind of what happens. Oh, yeah. I, I can't tell you how many people like once we just sort of started, you know, having conversations with locals. It was the first time in my life that when I told people that I lived in the states, that like there was a sense of shame about it oh. that I hadn't really had before i obviously being here you feel it when when things start to go awry but i I hadn't traveled you know internationally i think over the last several years and so especially like you notice it's a country that kind of has its together and yes there's there's always going to be political divide everywhere but for the most part their perspective on america is like holy what is happening here like what is happening with how you guys are are handling covid how you're dealing with with women's rights and abortion rights and access to quality health care like they're just they're kind of like scared for you and they had a sense of wanting to know like are you thinking of leaving are you happy with your your current situation they just kind of wanted to hear your perspective and i'm glad we were able to have a lot of those conversations that we did well that's why i feel like especially now you know we say that sports is such a mirror of just reality it's life and you i think are in a really unique situation my brother especially in this moment every bit of content that you come out with it's going to be inherently political because life is political but i think all those different viewpoints that you all have and then you going across the border and hanging out with more viewpoints that's only going to make this whole thing that we're doing you know it's only going to make it better i think that's how we coalition build and then change the world right for sure and you know it was interesting we were walking around in, in banff or we were at a farmer's market we were sort of having that conversation with someone that was sort of curious about it and i i ended up finding out that he was more on the the conservative side probably more so on the libertarian side as opposed to conservatism but i, I thought the difference was like we very much disagreed on a lot of different aspects but there was also much more of a willingness to like understand each other's perspectives versus here again every case is going to be inherently different but you kind of just feel like you're yelling into your own space and you're doing it mostly online and people will interpret it however they want as opposed to asking follow-up questions i think a lot of us have gotten away from the ability to like actually have these conversations together and there's still like points and i think you would agree with this hartzell that there's people that like it doesn't matter what they say if you go down a certain path I I can't find it in me to say, like, I think this is going to land well. Like, there's this sense of, like, if there's some aspects of your beliefs, like, if you just genuinely don't believe that women have the right to their own body, I, I, I have a very hard time continuing that conversation with you. That's my worldview. And as much as I try to get outside of it, um, it, it's a very difficult process. And, and you bring up sports. Yeah, like it's something that should theoretically be a driving force to connect people. But 
there's also moments where more and more athletes want to be able to have their own voice and control the message and speak directly to their their fans and those who root against them because they want the message to come directly from them and sometimes it works and sometimes it, it goes terribly but I, I think there's an inherent understanding now that the idea of not having your own voice and just assuming that you're going to just, you know, lace up your shoes and play and, and not care about anything else going on in the world, that doesn't exist anymore. And I think how you cover sports needs to take that into consideration. Like you can't just talk about the box score anymore because that's not what athletes are talking about. That's not what their only thing that's on their minds. They care about social issues and they care about political issues and they care about the world. And you may not necessarily agree with them, but you can't necessarily separate it anymore. And I still think there's a lot of folks that want to be able to separate it and have their escape, but it's just not realistic. I mean, you talked about losing your voice i'm thinking about britney griner right now at least Dude. i mean you at least benny have been using your platform and your resources to talk about this it seems like now it's in the headlines but we're also months and months into this yeah and i didn't know this about britney griner but i i learned that her father was uh was a war veteran which I, I didn't know before. That's someone directly involved with someone who served their country, served the United States, and we're still waiting for her to, to come back. I think the reason that she pleaded guilty was, I think her lawyer said that the, the, the cannabis cartridges that were confiscated from her bags were there by accident. Yes, like I brought them, but they were not supposed to be there. Like they, they weren't intentionally there. And so I think that was part of the process as well as to, to pleading guilty. But well, I think she's yeah, also man, trying like, to do whatever she can just to stay alive, man. You know, I mean, I think yes. to, to kind of put a bow on all this and I think we're on the same page here. I'm just worried that even when we do meet folks on their level and sports is so much, it's, it's like you said, it's used to meet folks on their level. I'm worried. No I'm worried that we're losing that willingness to care. Are we losing something about ourselves even? I'll give you, I'll give you a case in point. So the, the governor of Illinois, J.B. Pritzker, had a very, very different tone in his message compared to what we saw from the White House. You had President Biden and, um, and his wife issue a joint statement saying that, you know, they were disheartened and incredibly disappointed and heartbroken versus where Pritzker talked about like his actual anger. Um, and that people should be angry and that if those are saying today's not the day to have this conversation, he says, this is absolutely the time to have this conversation. You just saw directly what can happen as a result of gun violence and, and non-stringent gun laws in America. So, like, I, I think there's that sense, too, that you have to protect yourself from becoming complacent. Maybe complacency is the word that I was looking for. To not just accept the fact that this is what it is. You can understand that this has gone on the way that it has because of X, Y, and Z, but that doesn't mean you can become complacent to it. Am I, am I understanding that correctly? Absolutely. You just nailed it. That's the word I couldn't think of either. It was the complacency of it all. You're right. Even when you tell them and you show them what's happening, the injustice of it all, it's, it's yeah. like we're held back by the complacency, but I'm happy that you, my brother, are recharged. You are energized. You ain't complacent. Uh-uh. Benny Buckets would never. He would never. What y'all working on over at Bedside, brother? We got a ton of stuff today, man. We got the, the start of the NBA summer. Summer leagues, you're going to get a chance to see some of the uh, the brightest young stars coming into the game. Ochai Akbaji, 
He's going to get his season going over in the summer league for, for all you KU fans. That'll be a, a good time to be able to, to check out on that. Still got plenty of WNBA coverage, Major League Baseball going on as well. You got Baker Mayfield get traded. So that, that's going to be a interesting. For up fifth? Dude, yeah. And and just a few years ago, the Bears traded a fourth-round pick for Nick Foles. So Wild. life comes at you fast. I, listen, ba- I think Baker can still play. I don't know if Carolina is the best place for him to get it done, but he's going to be in a better spot than, than what was happening. In, in Cleveland. That's just a, a disaster of a franchise right now. So he goes, Carolina's got an opportunity to, to possibly put him in a solid situation, but they're a bit of a mess too, but he's got weapons. So there's there's some good stuff going on in the world of sports, especially sports betting wise. The British Open coming up next week, so we're going to get a ton of stuff on that. Major League Baseball All-Star Game and Home Run Derby taking place in a couple weeks or so. So we, we got everybody covered, even when things are slow in July. We are here to make sure that you are good to go from a betting perspective. My brother, Benny Heiss, I just love our first time back in weeks and we went straight to the couch. We got so existential. God, I love us. God, I love us. I love us too, man. This is <laughs> this is what this show is about. It, it's about going to the couch for the right reasons. And then at some point we'll talk sports again. But uh, eh, today wasn't one of those days. I love you, brother. Be great. Love you too, brother. Talk to you soon. The and left me in my stately home Blazing on a sunny afternoon And I can't sail my yacht He's taken everything I got All I've got this sunny afternoon Save me, save me, save me from this So pleasantly Live this life of luxury Blazing on a sunny
You're listening to the KC Morning Show.